Welcome to Seeing Beyond Risk, a podcast series from the Canadian Institute of Actuaries. I'm Chris Vivoli, Staff Actuary, Communications and Public Affairs at the CIA. Today we'll be talking about volunteering in the CIA. Our members play a crucial role in helping the CIA meet its strategic and operational goals through their volunteer efforts with their various committees, task forces, and councils. With me today to discuss volunteering in the CIA, we have Sue Alcott, the CIA's Manager of Volunteer Services, along with two CIA volunteers, Dave Pelche and Ricardo Jacari. Thanks very much for joining us today. So our first questions will be for Sue. Can you tell us about your current role at CIA and the mandate for you and your team? Sure, so my current role at the CIA is the Manager of Volunteer Services. I look at my role as the person who um, takes time to listen and hear what the needs are of volunteers, hear what the needs are of the organization, and bridge the two. My team is responsible for taking care of the three R's of volunteer involvement. So that would be retention, recognition, and recruitment of volunteers. So we do whatever is really necessary to ensure that we're recruiting the best possible volunteers for roles, have all of the tools and resources in place to make sure that our retention techniques and our training techniques are appropriate, and then ensuring that we have a well-rounded recognition program that really engages the different volunteers because everyone volunteers for a different reason. Now, as we are recording this, we are a few weeks ahead of National Volunteer Week when we plan to release it into our podcast feed. Unfortunately, we're also in the middle of the COVID-19 shutdown. So could you perhaps tell us about this year's theme for National Volunteer Week? What are the things we were planning to do to recognize volunteers? and what we may be doing going forward. Sure, so this COVID-19 has definitely changed how we're going to approach National Volunteer Week. So our theme this year is Diverse Canada, Diverse CIA. And the reason for that is our organization is very unique in the sense that we do have volunteers across our country. Those volunteers represent different needs and different opportunities across the country. But also the actuarial profession is a very diverse profession. You have so many different practice areas and people in so many different roles making such a huge contribution to the financial security of our country. Our volunteers are contributing to our organization in such a diversity of roles from research all the way through to professionalism. So I think that diversity aspect is really important to acknowledge. There isn't anything that uh, CIA produces that isn't touched by a volunteer in some manner. And so I think it's really important to show the whole membership how diverse our volunteer program is and everything that our volunteers are contributing to our growth. For the activities, we were actually planning to take a couple of trips. We wanted to go visit some of our actuaries out in Vancouver, out in the East Coast, really have an opportunity to meet our volunteers that we don't get to meet often to say thank you in person. Unfortunately, travel bans have made that very tricky. So I think we're looking to postpone those activities until later into the fall or even early in in 2021. In the meantime, I think that we'll have a nice web program. We're planning to launch our new volunteer center for that week, which will include a volunteer impact page That volunteer impact page is a place where volunteers and members can go throughout the year to learn different ways that volunteers are contributing to the growth of the CIA. For example, 
you know, we would post a new research project when it's completed and who's worked on that research project and, and how that research project is going to be shared or used in the community. So it's an opportunity to really speak to the feedback we've heard from our members about how they'd like to be recognized. What can you tell us about CIA members that currently volunteer for the organization? For example, how many are there, what practice areas they come from, the sorts of different roles that they play, and is it mainly more experienced members, newer members, or a combination of the two? Sure. So as of today, I looked at the numbers before our call, and as of today, we have 689 volunteers. That number is very fluid. It changes depending on what POGs we have running or what task forces are working on something. We do generally tend to keep above the 650 volunteer mark, uh, and we're seeing that number grow from year to year. I would expect with our new database, we're able to keep better track of our volunteers and our different smaller projects. So I would imagine over the next year, we'll see that number growing over 700 volunteers on a regular basis. Volunteers come from every practice area possibly imaginable. We have members who are in pensions. We have members who are in life and group benefits, all the way through to non-traditional roles, such as human resources. There's a a large number of volunteers right now who are in that human resources field, bringing their actuarial skills into that business partnership kind of perspective. We also have a number of academics who really help out in our research department and our education department, as well as setting standards and practice guidelines. So, you know, we really do experience every practice area through our volunteer program. The types of roles that volunteer play, of course, I spoke about diversity earlier, and I think this is an area where diversity is really important. Our roles are from leadership, so our board is all volunteer-based. We have our oversight board, so APOB, for example, is all volunteer-based, down through to working on public statements. We have volunteers working on all of our different research projects, helping select who our research partners are going to be and trying to guide the research so it best meets the needs of the membership, developing those education notes and other professionalism aspects. All of our education is developed by volunteers. You know, the reality is that only actuaries can really contribute to those topics to ensure that our products are of stellar quality for our members. And as far as the experience level goes, I mean, again, it spans across all of our membership. We uh, have made a push to include new members on as many volunteer groups as possible. It's an opportunity for volunteer groups to get a new perspective or, uh, you know, a fresh set of eyes never hurts, I think. It's also an opportunity for newer members to learn from very seasoned volunteers and very experienced members. We have a lot of volunteers who are in that kind of mid-career area who are working towards leadership positions. And then, of course, we have people who are in leadership positions in their work and also in the CIA, and those who are retired who are still contributing and contributing strongly to uh, the development of our organization. If somebody is interested in volunteering for the CIA in some capacity, how can they get involved? Sure. So I think that 
the best course of action for anyone looking to get involved is to log on to our website and under the my profile area there is the my volunteer profile section in that my volunteer profile section people actually can just click a button to indicate that they're interested in volunteering and there's also a new box where people can copy and paste their current bio which is a nice way for chairs to kind of read and learn more about that person there's also a place for people to indicate which specific volunteer groups they're interested in volunteering on and what skills and competencies they bring to the table Another suggestion I have is to send the volunteer services team an email at volunteer at cia-ica.ca and let us know that you're interested because when we're talking to chairs, we're always trying to come up with names of who we could suggest for roles. So if we have the opportunity to talk with somebody and learn a little bit more about them, we're able to easier place them in a role. I think Ricardo's on this call and he's a great example of someone that, you know, we had a couple of conversations and then we're able to find him a volunteer role that was a great fit and match. So I think that's a great way to start that involvement. Okay, that's very useful information. Thanks for that. And now let's turn to a couple of volunteers to get their perspectives. We'll start with Dave Pelche, who's done an awful lot for the profession over the years. So I'm going to ask you to try and briefly tell us about your volunteer experiences and talk to us about your involvement with the profession over that time. Okay, uh, thanks, Chris. Yeah, it really came in three parts, I guess. Right after the exams were finished, in, in my case, back in the 70s, the society did a great job in getting new fellows involved very quickly. And uh, I ended up being on uh, three different committees, two of them education-related and the third one uh, non-education-related, all in my first uh, six years following fellowship. At that point, I moved abroad and I was out of the country for nine years in Brazil and Italy, so no further volunteering here. But uh, when I came back in 1991, one of my actuarial friends suggested that I go on the program committee to begin to get reintegrated or reintroduced back into the profession locally. And so I was there for a couple of years and that led then to the solvency committee where I was vice chair. And uh, then I got elected to what we used to call the council, which is, is kind of like the board is today. And as part of that role, then I became the council liaison for the CSOP committee. CSOP is Consolidated Standards of Practice. That was many years in development. So in my role as council liaison to that group, I got to work with the new chair, Jim Patterson, and the uh, CSOP spiritual leader, Ken Clark, in getting that finished off. The CIA back then was getting a bit unwieldy. In fact, back then, all the committees reported to the council. And council then decided it would make sense to restructure the CIA to make it a little more efficient. And I was asked to chair that restructuring task force. And that's where the, the whole notion of various councils reporting to a board got started. That was a big transformation. That led to my becoming elected CIA president. And that was a phenomenal experience, as all this other stuff was. And that, among other things, got my toe back in the water with respect to international stuff. And through the being president, I got involved with the IA to some extent at that time. But then given my roles with my employer, RGA in Canada, and then abroad, I had to back out of the volunteer role for a few years. But when I decided to retire, I was asked to chair the actual standards board here in Canada, which I did for three years. That in turn led me to the what was called the Standard Setters Roundtable, which is a group of standard setters from around the world, and I was asked to, uh, to chair that. And that in turn 
led me to being the initial chair for the International Actuarial Association's new Actuarial Standards Committee. That started up in uh, 2011. At the time, it was urgent, given what we thought was going to be the soon-to-be-approved International Insurance Accounting Standard. That turned out not to be quite as urgent after all, which is still not going to be effect now until 2023, but at the time, that was urgent. And then continuing on with the IAA, International Actuarial Association, involved in a couple of other committees, including the nominating committee, which proposes actuaries for the key leadership positions in that organization, and also on the IAA's restructuring task force, which uh, did its work last year in, in terms of reorganizing the, uh, the IAA. And that earlier CIA restructuring I was involved with looked like a piece of cake compared to what we were doing with the IAA. Anyway, that all came to an end a few months ago at the end of 2019, and I figured I was toast. But uh, then I got asked to go on to the Actuarial Profession Oversight Board, uh, which I'm on at this point, and that's mostly non-actuaries, and that's the group that provides the oversight over the Actuarial Standards Board, the Committee on Professional Conduct and the whole discipline process, and the ongoing uh, qualification process. So uh, I, I had thought up until a couple of months ago that my volunteering had come to an end, but uh, I now find myself continuing on with it. But it's been fun. Looking back, how did volunteering help your career development along the way? That's a good question. It actually helped in a lot of ways. First of all, you know, I, I was outside Canada for nine years, came back into Canada in charge of the life insurance consulting piece of Tillinghast, which was part of what was in Taurus Perrin, consulting to the insurance industry. And then I went from there into, into reinsurance. And in, in both cases, a key part of my role was marketing and selling. Well, after nine years abroad, clearly my, my contacts in Canada had, were not significant. But getting involved with the CIA was a fantastic way to get to know people again and, and to become known. And uh, the networking through those committee contacts, which also led to speaking at profession and industry meetings and so on, was fantastic. So certainly that was one way. It was uh, just the whole networking possibility was a huge way to get reintroduced, uh, better known again in the profession in Canada, which was very important for my two employers, the consulting firm and RGA Reinsurance. A second aspect uh, was very useful was just getting terrific experience in terms of being involved with the group and chairing a group, striving to get the most out of them in terms of effort, but also helping the group get to a result that made sense. And uh, that was a huge benefit to me. Just that work within those committees, it helped me in, in my roles within my employers and further, not just in Canada, but also when I took a different worldwide role at our company and uh, being more effective there as well. So again, just the experience of being in a group, running a group, getting most out of people and so on was, uh, was huge. I guess the third area was just the emphasis uh, the experience you get in terms of the importance of listening and what one learns from others. You know, when you're within one company, uh, you tend to think that's the way things are done. And uh, you benefit a huge amount by being exposed to other people from other organizations, other companies, what they are doing and, and how they're doing it. And so as a result, you know, listening uh, carefully, building what others are saying, uh, you begin to realize you get to a much better result and you become a much better well-rounded professional uh, as well. I guess the fourth area, this got me back into the whole international realm, which for me is, uh, is the most fun. I mentioned the IA roles, but as a result of through that kind of thing, I've been a speaker now in almost 30 countries all over the world. Um, several of them, Japan, Korea, in fact, several times. 
And I got to do some consulting for several years in Korea, uh, living here in Canada, but consulting to the Korean regulator and also uh, later to uh, Samsung Life. And uh, it was really my CIA volunteering then that sort of one thing led to another, but that is what really got me back into doing the international stuff. So really, it, this whole volunteering for the CIA led to so many things, making me a better professional and just getting into so much more interesting things worldwide. So it turned out to be fantastic for me. Let's turn to Ricardo now, who is a newer volunteer in the CIA. Can you start off by telling us what prompted you to look for a volunteer role within the organization? Yeah, so um, becoming a member of the CIA has interested me from the start. I always told myself that once my studies would be complete, that I would look into becoming a volunteer. Oftentimes, an actuary will remain focused on what is going on within his or her practice. And despite wanting to grow within my practice, I also wanted to remain also wanted to build connection with other actuaries and develop a broader viewpoint on the, the profession as a whole. I wanted to remain current and connected with all aspects of the profession. And so I saw volunteering for the CIA as a way to gain insight into emerging issues within the different practices of the profession while making use of my problem-solving abilities and acquired skills to help resolve some of these ongoing issues. So I wanted to help promote the advancement of actuarial science through research and help ensure that services provided by the members of the Institute met the highest professional standards. Ultimately, I wanted to contribute to my profession and help ensure that the CIA, which is the voice of the actuarial profession within Canada, upheld its duty to the public and continues to be well recognized at all levels. What have you learned so far in your experience as a volunteer, and do you happen to have any advice for other members looking to get involved? So I'm currently volunteering as a member for the Research Council, which serves at allocating a portion of the CIA research budget and maintaining the process of initiation, development, and approval of CIA research and joint research projects. So it's great to be surrounded by hardworking and passionate actuaries from all practices of the profession who share the same objectives. So in this case, one of the objectives would be identifying forward-thinking research ideas that support the CIA's strategic direction and broader research needs. So volunteering for this council has definitely widened my perspective and understanding of the ongoing issues and needs regarding the different practices within the actuarial profession. My advice for members looking to get involved would be to simply reach out to someone, whether it be a CIA staff member or a colleague who already volunteers for the CIA, and simply get informed. The CIA website also does a pretty good job at identifying and describing the different volunteer opportunities that are out there. And if you're hesitant, then ask if it would be possible to sit in on a meeting and uh, observe the way in which things play out. The experience that I acquired and the experience acquired by you should not be underestimated. And when brought to the table, it will definitely serve at bettering the CIA as a whole. Your opinion and help does matter. And without the continued help of volunteers, the Institute cannot continue to grow and be an advocate for the profession. There's definitely a sense of gratification in being able to share your thoughts and ideas with those around you. 
Those are very good insights. So thanks to all of you for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you, Chris. It's been fun. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. We now have over three dozen episodes in our series, so please subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, we would like to hear from you. Please send your comments, suggestions, or episode ideas to podcasts at cia-ica.ca. Until next time, I'm Chris Fivoli. Thank you for tuning in to Seeing Beyond Risk. 